This is Glenn Murphy with NC Sistema, and this is Sistema for Life. So the next question we had, uh, again from Dan in the UK, was um, is the breathwork and relaxation focus enough to take that primal fear that's in all of us out of the equation if you're genuinely confronted by a skinhead in bleach jeans and a knife? Does it work well enough in a real situation in your experience? Aren't you a skinhead with bleach jeans and a knife? I don't wear the <laughs> jeans anymore. I do. <laughs> I'm in dark denim these days. It's like raw denim. That's the way. Um, yeah, I've got yeah the knife. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, again, you know, if I'm confronted by somebody with a knife, I'm going to have fear. Mm. I have fear removed from me, but it's whether that fear controls me or I control it is the important mm. part. And if I use my breathing techniques to gain some control over that, then that's important. Yeah. And if I use my breathing techniques to completely gain control over that, then that would be pretty amazing. I, I think that's an important distinction to make there, actually, because I think otherwise people can start to look at this as some sort of magic pill that rids you of fear, right? But that's not the goal. I mean, you want to have a healthy you know, a healthy degree of respect and fear for the knife and the movement and what it can do, right? You want to know how terrifying it is so that your body's motivated to move. Like well, breathing's not a panacea. It's not it's mm-hmm. not going to change anything. It's it's whether you, you can use it as a mechanism to start to change things or not. Yeah. You know, it's not gonna you know, just by like yes, it's gonna help. Uh but it's how you practice to get it to help is important. Mm. If you're, if you say to yourself, okay, for example, I'm going to sit at home today and I'm going to breathe away my fears. Okay. So for 20 minutes, I'm going to practice breathing whilst I'm in a push-up position, uh, or I'm going to have someone stand on my ankle and I'm going to feel some pain and I'm going to start to use that to breathing techniques to understand that. Okay, Mm. great. So you're starting to crack the shell of how to use breathing to control fear or how to use it to calm yourself mm. um, but if i don't then get someone to attack me with a knife and see how i react to that and then start to use my breathing to start to you know i, I tell people this you know the, the consciousness you have in normal life and the conscious state that you get into when your life is threatened are not the same mm come from the same place, but they, they might as well be two different realities as far as your mind is concerned. Mm. And, uh, if, if you are not practicing, you cannot practice something like a martial art and expect it to work in a fight without ever have putting yourself in that, at least in the simulation of that fight, and see how you will react. Yeah. You have to put yourself in the fight, realize what you didn't do, and then put your training towards that. Yeah. And breathing is the same thing. You will, if you don't put yourself in enough stressful situations, you have to, when your mind kicks into that new consciousness, it has to have the triggers in there which will start you breathing, which will start you doing things, because you won't have time to think about it. Yeah. You have to place those little time bombs in your mind already. Yeah. And so when the 
heart rate starts to go up, how you start to bring it down. You have to. It, it's a really complex question, actually. It's, it's about. It has more to do with will breathing save me, or can I condition myself to start breathing when this becomes an issue? Mm. Yeah, I think that does answer the question, though. So I think he's asking, you know, does it work? And and the nuance, the short answer to that is that it depends how you do it and how you prepare and how you practice, right? And that kind of stuff. Well, Sorry. You know, yeah. The short answer is yes. Yeah. You know, the long answer is maybe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Nice one. Real. Okay. So shifting gears um, back to uh, another Brian here from North Carolina again. And uh, he's asking, what are some experiences or activities outside of Systema that have uh, impacted your practice for the better, either consciously or unconsciously? I'm not sure you'd know about the unconscious ones, but still, let's, let's roll with whatever you can think of. So some people, for example, say, oh, I, I meditate and that helps me with my tennis practice. Do you know what I mean? Or I do this and it helps me with that yoga and I'm a better climber. Is, is there anything analogous that you found in your Systema career that's actually helped influence your Systema practice and teaching? Writing. Writing. Interesting. Yeah. In what way? There's two things. One is easy. One's hard. Uh, one, literally write down what you understand about something that you're trying to, that you think you understand. And once you start to do that, you'll realize that you probably don't understand it as well as you think you could. Right. Because once you start to try and explain it to even yourself, you'll read back what your conscious or stream of consciousness is. Hmm. It won't be comprehensive as what you think you understood of it. Mm. So if you literally had to take a concept of Systema and write an article about it, as soon as you do that, you'll realize that you don't understand it as well as you think you do. Mm. And so by kind of having that um, self-checking mechanism of how you're actually thinking about something, you can actually start to refine the way that you're thinking about it. Then you can understand it better. Yeah, yeah, that actually makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, being I'm writing yeah. too, same sort of thing, right? And mine specifically as well as science writing. So often I'm taking very, very complex ideas like relativity or you know gravitation or something like that, and trying to put it in a, a phrasing that like an eight year old could understand, right? Um, and that's that's tough, right? And you realize that oh, it should be easy. I can just tell them it's this, and then you realize that that's actually a lot harder than trying to tell somebody else who has a degree in physics about it. Right? <laughs> it's, it's really really difficult. And system is kind of the same way. You've got these high end esoteric principles and these kind of complex biomechanics and neuroscience. There's just so many kind of aspects to system. It's like almost like a cross disciplinary science of its own right um and when you start to explain it to people you can if you're not prepared for it you can easily tie yourself in knots right you can keep jumping from one concept to another and they're, and they're like what that's five things you just said and they don't really come to heather so so it does kind of teach you to be more coherent you have to kind of not plan what you're going to say but you have to form coherence in your mind before you start talking i found and i think also that you realize that the coherence that you like how you think you understand something and actually how you understand something are different Hmm. And uh, like you can like I have a I, I like physics too, and I have an I, a concept in my mind as to what relativity is, yeah. and I that I understand how black holes work in some way, and uh, and all these sorts of things, right? Yeah. Until I sit and talk to somebody else about it, and then I realize that I that what I'm telling myself is correct may not actually be unrelatable at all, or even to me. 
Yeah. I may not understand it. I may have various things in my mind that I think I understand that I don't really understand that well at all. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Until I start to break it down and see if I actually, if I can explain it to myself coherently. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. So writings and, and Sistema, like you said, is such a sort of a three dimensional abstract structure in your mind. Hmm. Uh, until you start to really codify it to yourself in some way, then you're, it, it's, it's hard to it's hard to really understand what you think you understand about. That's a weird way. Hmm. Um, I think the second thing with writing is once you become a professional writer, you realize there's a tremendous amount of structure to write. Hmm. And uh, and until you start to see that structure. It's very hard to see how you would begin to structure something like Sistema for me. Mm. Because you have to have this, you know, this deep sort of understanding of thematic and structure and, and all these other things that writing uh, allow you to get across uh, sort of complex ideas. Yeah. And once you have a complex idea like Sistema, you start to see once you start to see deep structure in something like writing, you'll start to see deep structure in something like Sistema. So to, so to that end, would you recommend that people that study Sistema should try their hand at creating some art? You know, like trying to look for structure and things like that and then sort of seeing whether or not that can help think, them think? I think any time you're trying to master any art, that, the, that you should try and do that in parallel with at least one other art hmm. so that you start to see structure of art and then... You can apply that to both, both of those, um, and it could be mathematics. It could be anything, really. I don't. I don't really. I think you should definitely try and uh, master a couple of things at a time. Mm. Uh, like if you, like I speak English ish. <laughs> <laughs> People debate that about us here. That's actually. <laughs> and, uh, and I take it for granted that I understand English, but I don't really understand English until I learn French. Hmm. So then I say, then I, something I've taken for granted in my mind to communicate, I suddenly see that there's actually a structure to French, which tells me there's a structure to English that I didn't see. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Makes sense. So this is an interesting one. Um, another Brian again uh, has asked, what's the vibe like in your weekly masterclass? We see updates of, you know, the, the class that you have, Mark Cheng and Danny and Asanto and, um, and, and those guys all in the, in the same class uh, per week and it looks pretty amazing but he's saying it would have to be a little bit surreal um like training with people who are, who are so well known and respected in other arts and that kind of stuff what what's the vibe like when you kind of go in there and teach that class um it's uh i mean the vibe is always friendly and uh, uh respectful and um, uh, light in nature i mean they've been training with me for quite a few years now so hmm. they know each other pretty well we're all good friends Survive. What's uh, is there an aspect of kind of mutual sharing? Is it like kind of like a two-way uh, yeah, street? Yeah. Uh, well, not necessarily in that sense. Uh, I mean, there might be the odd question about, well, what if I did this, or you know, what, what, how would you look at this sort of thing? But uh, yeah, you, you got to remember that the reason that these guys are where they are is because they're good students. Yeah, not because they're great teachers. I mean, because mm -hmm. they are they're great teachers anyway, but. But the reason they become great teachers and capable of doing what they're doing is because they're very good at being in learning environments and picking up what it is that they're trying to learn from someone. 
Hmm. Uh, and so when they come to train with me, they come to train with me. I mean, yes, any one of them could obviously stand up and say, well, you know, they could, they could run a seminar for three days and yeah. I've run stuff that I'd never seen before. So right. <laughs> that's, that's not, that, that, that's not, you know, that's not the purpose of them coming to a class like that. Yeah. And uh, I think also it's, I think there's a certain amount of relief in the class that they're in a student capacity. There's no one else watching. They can make all the mistakes that they want to make. They can ask all the questions they want to ask and hmm. feel that uh, there's someone sitting there sort of saying, well, you know, that's a very famous teacher. Why is he asking the question? You know, I mean, that would be an uncomfortable position for anyone to be in. Yeah, I think that's what Brian was getting at. He's, there's a little follow-up thing in there saying it seems like being really well-known could get in the way of exploring a learning sistema in some senses, right? That where you, you're yep. frightened of to make mistakes or to kind of, you know, or to, you know, try something aside from what you're doing. And do you have to work to create a special environment to accommodate that? But it sounds like you don't, that they just basically adapt to the, the empty cup student uh, environment and it, do it that way. Definitely. You know, that they, as I say, they can. I mean, it's it's Danny's class and and everyone has come as a guest of that in a sense, you know. Ah, okay. And, yeah. you know, so everyone, and not that anyone would be disrespectful anyway, they're all, they're all really super nice guys and yeah. extremely talented and, uh, and they like the concept of what I'm teaching and how I'm teaching it so they're happy to come and learn something. Um, and over time, obviously, you see them adapting, sometimes adapting to things they already know or or, or placing it within that those parameters, and sometimes you just sort of see pure systemic come out of them. So it's it's an interesting um, dynamic of a class. Hmm. Uh, but it's, I mean, for me, it's you know I grew up idolizing everybody who's in that room. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, they were in every magazine. They were on videotapes that I watched, they were breaking the boundaries and, of martial arts. Yeah. And, uh, to have, to sit down at the end of that class in my own school in Los Angeles and, and as each one of them is explaining their experience, hmm. I, I'm just, you know, it's like a dream to me and some weird, you know, some bizarre dream of some sort of, I just imagine it's kind of akin to sitting down to jam with Jimi Hendrix or like talking about screenwriting with Aaron Sorkin or something, right? So it's kind of that kind of level. I mean, you're sitting there, you know, and they, they came here to learn this. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, okay, this is, this is a very strange situation to be in. But uh, at the same time, it's completely normal as well, you know. It's, yeah. I, I've learned from everyone I can learn from, and that's why I'm teaching what I teach. And these gentlemen have also learned from everyone that they could learn from, and that's why they're teaching what they teach. Yeah. You know, we, all, we all stand on the shoulders of other people in some way. You know? Yeah, definitely. That's great. Wonderful. Well, so finally, what's going on for you in the, uh, in the second half of 2018? What um, masterclasses, seminars, what events are you running around the world? Uh, yeah, I've got, uh, obviously I'm coming out to you in... Um, September, yep, to Durham, North Carolina. Yeah, have a look on the website. You can register now. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to be in uh, Maine, in Bangor, Maine, uh, doing a class there. 
Oh, I think uh, I saw an advert for that. So is that... Um, I thought I saw something about it being a joint seminar and there's going to be some like Wim Hof breathing type stuff as yes. well. You're doing some cold immersion while you're up there as well. That sounds okay. fun. I'm interested too. It sounds... I've been kind of following his stuff and trying some of the exercises. It's really interesting stuff. Yeah. And uh, obviously I'll be teaching systemic concepts there. Yeah. Well, and, whilst immersed uh, in ice water, or are you going to do one and then the other? <laughs> I, can, I can do either. That's the beauty of stuff. <laughs> First we'll get to minus 15, then we stab you. So. I got my, I'm, I'm actually sitting in an ice bath right now. I'll talk to it. That's why I told you not to put a camera on on Skype. Then. <laughs> you're not oh. impressing anybody when you're in an ice bath. Is it? <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, I will be in um, Austria at... Uh, one of my affiliate schools and in Cardiff at my other affiliate school um, in um, April. Uh, right. We'll do a two-day two course in Austria and a, a master class in my master class here, Europe and Cardiff. Mm-hmm. And, um, do you have a master class LA this year, later on this year as well? Yeah. I will have in October. I have the master class LA. I also have a knife fighting two-day course coming up in March in LA. So, so usual places, wheelersystema.com for, for the uh, event schedule? Wheelersystema.com. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I'm, I've got a new website coming up. I'm going to be doing more video work this year. Oh, great. Um, like an op- open access video or kind of more um, like downloads, things you can, like uh, training DVDs? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've got to make it. I'm still making decisions on that. Right. Stuff. Uh, so, yeah, and uh, sign up for the newsletter. I can keep you up on that. It's at wheelersystema.com. Cool. Yeah, we'll put all those um, all those addresses and links in the show notes so people can see them and keep us posted on the video downloads. I'm sure that's going to be uh, very well appreciated around the world. Yeah. And uh, Brills, so thanks very much again for taking the time, mate. And uh, hopefully we can do this again, do another Q and A in a couple of months' time. Great. Cool. Thanks, Brill. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to find out more about training at NC Sistema, you can visit us online at www.ncsistema.com. If you'd like to find out more about Sistema classes and seminars worldwide, please visit www.russianmartialart.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, please take a few minutes now to give us a review on iTunes. This is probably the best way of helping us get the word out. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions for future guests and discussion topics, please contact us via www.ncsystema.com or email me directly at glenn at ncsystema.com. That's glenn with two n's at ncsystema.com. We welcome your feedback. Many thanks, good health, and see you in training.